Hi, this is Anas Heinrichsen from Blood Machines, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. He's gonna try not to cough through this one, guys. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with one Gabe Timendoyle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! <laughs> oh, that is fucked up. Uh, all right. It's a good thing uh, Doyle's our friend, or otherwise he'd probably have murdered us by now. No way. Doyle would say the same shit about me, and we'd laugh just as hard. So. I probably would. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Thinking Outside the Long Box. I'm Gabe. <laughs> I'm Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm and uh, today, so normally for our fan interaction, we do a whole, uh, a whole uh, just kind of open talk about whatever, blah blah blah. But today we're actually blah, going blah, blah. to be finishing up the last segment of our uh, supernatural run. So this is our fourth episode. Today we're going to be talking about seasons thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen which is the series finale of Supernatural. So 15 years in the making all culminates in these two hours of podcasting. Of course, if, seemed... if, if somebody wants to throw a, a topic out there or something, I'm still going to read them. I still want to see what anybody else is going to say, but mostly we're going to try and keep on topic. I'm yeah. just going to say that like when they started Supernatural – Clearly, the end they had in mind was four dudes talking about it in Google Meets for their <laughs> podcast. That was definitely what they were planning on. I mean, uh, one, one wouldn't have it any other way, right? Yeah. That's that's what it's for, man. They're all they're all about their fans, Gabe. Fuck, I got bad glasses glare right now. <laughs> So I, I didn't have time to write notes for this one, so this is these are going to be a little longer than normal. Um, season 13, Dean and, Sam, Deem. Dean and Sam are left reeling from the loss of so many allies and family members and their new responsibility to raise Jack, with Sam willing to give the boy a chance while Dean is immediately concerned due to his heritage. In the other world, in, uh, Lucifer keeps Mary alive as a hostage to trade for his son when he returns home, but finds himself confronted by the alternate Michael, who also killed his Lucifer and won the war. Although Dean becomes increasingly bitter at their recent losses, he gains a new sense of hope when Jack unintentionally brings Castiel back to life. Things become more complicated when Men of Letters Arthur Ketch is revealed to have escaped death through a spell he received from Wawina Ketch taking Castiel and weakened Lucifer prisoner after Lucifer escapes back into this world when Michael tries to use his grace to create a portal so that he can conquer the other reality. There's still a whole thing. Uh, Doyle, you want to catch us up on 13? 13? I mean, it is it is basically kind of what you just said. It's kind of the introduction of Jack's character. And it kind of harkens back to earlier episodes. Like, it's a lot more Monster of the Weeky. Like, he's in the show. They're kind of feeling out where his powers are. He's kind of filling himself out as a character, learning, you know, yeah, what is. is what it is and isn't a good thing to do. Like, accidentally, I, th I think you actually murder somebody in this season. 
or several people actually. He actually kills several people in the season. But yeah, that's that's that about wraps it up. The Scooby Doo episodes in this season it's pretty hilarious. That is pretty hilarious. I do remember going out of my way to watch that one. <laughs> this also has the Tombstone episode, the the one where they're where they're cowboys, which I thought was fun. Yeah, this is the second time they've been cowboys. Yeah. At the end, as Lucifer takes Jack's power for himself, Dean is forced to make a deal to act as the vessel for the alternate Michael to stop him. Dean is able to stay in control long enough to kill Lucifer, but the season ends with Michael taking control of Dean's body and departing. Yep. Yep. (laughs) This is where I tuned out, guys. I got nothing else for the rest of the show. (laughs) What did you think about this season, Juan? Because this is kind of... This is getting into like I would say like recent, even though it's three years ago. So I was, but I think I'm. I was, watched. Go ahead. I was going to say because you just barreled through everything, getting right. to here. And so I, I think for me because these are so because I barreled through everything, I don't have a full grasp on uh, what happened in like I don't. You were naming episodes and stuff earlier, and I don't remember. I can't remember them that way when I've just gone through the whole fucking series. Um, I, I, I enjoy them. I'm just with. Sometimes I get a little lost with who's good and who's bad and what angel is this and what time am I in and and shit like that. Um, and so it gets a little confusing sometimes. Um, but I, I overall I enjoyed the whole series, and I, I think that's. It's just hard for me to pinpoint like where I was just kind of going through the whole series. Yeah. So this is kind of where I picked back up watching it a little more regularly. So I definitely, I definitely saw like a few of these episodes and I did, I do remember really liking what they were doing with Jack's character and it provided like something like new and different that I think the show really needed at that point. Because before this, like I had basically skipped the two seasons before this almost completely. Like I'd maybe seen an episode here or there. And this is where I started watching at least like every other week again. And I, I did like, you know, the direction it was going. I did like how they had reintroduced Lucifer and like that sort of stuff. It was, it was a much better season. And I think as it builds into season 14 and 15, it gets really, really good. Like really quick. I do like the juxtaposition between like this reality and they call it like apocalypse world where basically everything went off the rails and Michael killed uh, Lucifer and everything got fucked up. But you also get the reintroduction of all the like, not all, but a lot of old characters like Bobby. He's not really back. It's a different Bobby, but you still get Bobby back in the show. You still get, you get, the, their mom back in the show, shit right. like that. So the apocalypse world versions of them. Yeah, guys, I've got some news. We have oh. our first uh, Discord stream watcher. Nice, and it is none, it's none other than our uh, our own uh, gray-haired gypsy wizard AC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, four people. Hey, hey, gypsy, gypsy little bastard. Gray-haired gypsy you are. wizard. Yeah. Um. So go ahead. Sorry. So I was going to say, like, going into season 14, like, this is where I think the show really builds into, like, the best stuff that the show does. Like, I think the last two seasons of this show really are super solid. I agree. that I, every, I like how everything is getting 
it stopped be, even though like you are technically one upping still with Jack now is right. it? all powerful character, but it stops being about that in the show. And like, everything's kind of mingling together. If you've been a fan of like anything up until this point, it's getting reintroduced in some new way. Right. In this season. So yeah, I think this season felt like a get the fans back season. I don't know. Maybe like I, I think we're gone. Like, I think it was, let's get anybody that's enjoyed this show back into the show because we want to end the show on as big of a high note as we possibly can. At this point, they for sure knew that the next season was going to be the last season. Chelsea says she can't hear anyone but Juan. Juan, you're screwing something up. (laughs) You're streaming wrong. (laughs) Weird. I I can hear us in the Facebook live streams now, so that's what I care about. If he can't hear us, if he can't hear me, fine, whatever. I'll fix that later yeah, at some yeah. point i'm still trying to figure out how to make discord work we'll, how fix, I it. Want it to. we'll fix it in post <laughs> we're good i think now yeah we're, we're good show. now like, we're like good now just keep going for recording it for the podcast yeah so, exactly yeah yeah keep going so hopefully you guys can stick with us if not go back listen on your own time it is your time also right now <laughs> we appreciate you wasting your time <laughs> with us we do <laughs> we need during our technical difficulties so, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna talk about some of the sweet episodes from season fourteen, like with the uh, I forget which one it is, but it's the Halloween episode where they're facing off against the comic book figure or the comic book action figure. Oh, I guess mid condition. It's episode four. They investigate an action figure at a comic store that comes to life. <laughs> yeah, it's an episode. You should check it out. That does sound like a fun episode. Oh, Juan, 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 move your headphones. They're feeding back. Yes. That's better, probably. Yeah, I, was, I wasn't I'm getting not, feedback. What were you guys? I wasn't getting oh, yeah, feedback I was, either. I, I, I was hearing stumbling. the audio from Juan's headphones because it was close enough to the mic. <laughs> so it was just going in a little loop. Chelsea just said, yay. I, we've been good for a while. So you guys continue to talk. Okay. They're good. Okay. <laughs> Well, anyway, so season 14, like, it does genuinely feel like a, let's get as many people back onto the show as we can so that we can, so that we can finish the show we, the way we want to finish it. And I, I think going into season 15, that's, like, genuinely what they accomplished. So, yeah, I, I do feel like season 14 was overall, I think, a really successful season. I like season 15, but I feel like COVID kind of fucked it a little bit. It yeah, feels it like a lot of character development stuff had to get thrown out the window, I think, for, like, introduction. For the hiatus that they did. Yeah. And just, like, yeah, it just felt weird a little bit to me. I don't know why, but... A couple of but, seasons of shows that I've watched so far, just in the peripheral that have been filmed during COVID, they're all kind of like this. <laughs> just yeah. feel a little broken. Yeah, it's still a good last season. I think like it goes out on a high note. Well, I mean like even if it didn't 15 seasons, it's like seventeen Winchester I will be living off this money forever. <laughs> the, body, the body of work is impressive enough. Yeah. I think like and I genuinely think the last four episodes are like the best four episodes of this show. Like they're, they're very good. They they take like the overall feeling of the show and literally wrap the whole thing up 
in a way that isn't neat, but really works. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a, a neat and tidy, oh, happily ever after for Sam and Dean. It's something that fits the tone of the show, fits the characters, and still manages to like create a really good emotional like release at the very end you know well i think it just ends like how they wanted it always like you know what's it uh sam gets the family life that he always wanted dean dies from a monster like he always knew he was going to heaven turns out to be fixed he died uh, like bobby singer says what he died really lame he did no, die yeah. lame, but in a way that kind of made sense to me. Like right. it was like, it was the fact that like, I mean, yeah, he's killed death and fucking all kinds of people, and then he gets his ass kicked by a screw. <laughs> but I think you know but it made sense though. Like in a way, I think it's I think it's really important that it happens that way because you know they talk they talk a lot in some of the earlier seasons about like not wanting to die old and in bed, you know, they want to kind of die on their feet fighting, but Dean is the only one that really actually feels that way. And Sam doesn't, Sam wants a normal life and Dean never did. And Dean gets to go out doing what he wants to do. He like dies fighting, you know, he dies on his feet and it gives Sam the opportunity to not just let go of, his brother it gives him the opportunity to like move on to like a different part of his life and in the end they both get to pass away the way that they wanted to pass away exactly and that's only that we get to see super retarded looking old sam (laughs) (laughs) it's funny sophia joked about how all they did to make sam look old was make his hair sort of gray and i and like disheveled yeah, and I like, thought that was hilarious too. I kind of had him like hunch over a little bit, and that was it. Mm, love you. Oh, what's up, AC? Oh no, it's AC. <laughs> Speaking oh. of gray hair, it was AC. <laughs> now it's now it's gone. He's with us. Oh, He's oh no, there. it's He's AC there. again. <laughs> Ace, you're on the show now, bud. Welcome, AC. I don't think he knows that yet. He doesn't want to talk at all. I don't think he knows that he's on. AC, do you have a, a child that can explain technology to you? Kind <laughs> of what he does for a living. I know. I'm just making fun of him. He looks so confused right I don't now. I he knows it yet. I'm he's figuring out. To get my, you guys just sounded like digitized old <laughs> modem noises for a minute there. I'm like, yeah. what did I do wrong? I shouldn't have listened to Tim. <laughs> I mean, you should. You should never awesome. to yeah, I feel like. I feel like. Yeah, now I can't see anybody, but I can hear you guys. So you know, <laughs> all that matters for you. Uh-oh. We're not. We're not Welcome pretty to people. <laughs> Welcome to the live stream, Ace. Uh, oh no! Oiled it, guys. <laughs> we have faces for podcasting. Oh my gosh! Well, at least I can hear you guys. So I'm getting the the real podcast experience there. <laughs> Now it's full so, audio for you. What are your? I know it's like we've spent four episodes. I did want to chime in, if I can, for a moment. Yeah, what's on. your what's your overall thoughts on the supernaturals? <laughs> well, 
it actually made me think of something else. Um, <laughs> you were talking a little bit ago about how they did a bunch of callbacks and brought back characters, maybe not the original character, but in a way that you hadn't seen them before from a different timeline or something. Yeah. It made me think of Lost and how characters that died would come back because it was an earlier version of them before they died or it was an yeah. alternate timeline or it was in the final season where they're all dead anyway. Um, <laughs> or it was, you know, a doppelganger. Like they pulled every trick in the book, but not as good as supernatural, uh, supernatural. Like, I, I don't know, maybe because they were able to plan their last couple of seasons, they didn't make everything feel weird and rushed and sort of like, we're just using a gimmick because it's, um, interesting like lost did and lost was one of my favorite shows and uh until the end was a disaster show (laughs) that was sort of like um a survivor but scripted or more scripted and then they revealed that it was a sci-fi show and that's why i like jj abrams because he tricked a network into giving him money to do something like that (laughs) whereas you know but he couldn't pull it off at the end and and in everything he does in like the star trek movies in he can't uh, pull it off at the and things like that. He has these really strong premises and kind of peters out by the end of it. Like when he Definitely. loses interest in the story and just doesn't feel like continuing with it. Yeah, premature um, ejaculates this year for sure. But Supernatural is different because uh, the people who were the actors were so involved in the show. I mean, weren't they producers by the end of it? Like, had they directed think, episodes themselves? Yeah, I'm sure they had um, like written and directed episodes. You know, by they the had end. a lot more control. And so they could pick, when you can pick your death, you can look at the character and look at 14 years and pick what matters most to them. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's interesting, man. There's no conventions this year, but a couple of years ago, Supernatural had their own convention. They didn't need to go to Denver Comic-Con. They could charge more to get somebody in the door and charge more for their <laughs> tickets and their, uh, sorry, <laughs> more for their signatures, for the pictures, for all the fan stuff. And people gladly paid it and gladly sat in those lines for the experience of being there. And it's just so much deeper a fan base. And maybe because it was, you know, if if they had a Doctor Who convention, I'm sure you'd get some crazy Whovians that are just like 100% in that and willing to pay more and willing to wait more for that. That's just one of the things that I think is different from like Denver Comic, Denver Pop Culture Con or some of the other things like that where they're so broad that uh, maybe it loses a little bit of focus. Maybe it loses a little bit of what is supposed to get people in the door thinking that they can get more numbers. But um, I had a friend who she loves supernatural and Tim, you know, or Ashley, she's like the biggest supernatural fan in the world. Oh yeah. That's like, the and then it's another hundred bucks just to get like a picture and another hundred if you want it signed. And she was seriously thinking about doing it. It was a matter of like what she could afford as opposed to, you know, whether there was the interest there. Like if she had the available income in that moment, she would have thrown it down. The show, like it, it delivers, it makes you care. And then it respects that feeling for it. It respects the stories. It respects the fans. And uh, that's not some, I mean, years from now, people are going to look back at this as the right way to do that kind of show. That's and that's pretty much my my full take on it. 
probably while watching a spinoff version of the show. <laughs> very, very yeah. high praise. Can I, can I, I ask you yeah, a quick question? Sure. Oh, people are going to try to imitate that success for a long time. Can you hear us? Yeah, 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 yeah. you can hear us. Okay. I can hear Doyle, and I can now hear someone saying, can he hear us? Yeah, that was that was fat Gabe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You hear your voice travel slowly, you fat son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a quick favor? Yes, sir. Uh, could you just do our show for us from now on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you started speaking you and guys, literally everyone kind of like work, crossed their legs and sat and, like, down. Eat the icing off the cake and walk off. Like <laughs> That's good. I hate uh, icing. You, you baked everything. You got all the ingredients. You put everything down, did all the hard work, wore the chef hat. And I came in with not even a spoon. I just licked the freaking icing right off the top, <laughs> said thanks, and walked off. And, and yet we're all wrapped with attention yeah. with your fucking icing analogy. Like, fuck off with that. Like, how are you way better at this than all of us? But I don't know. Does any, any of that, like, make sense to you guys? But Absolutely. Like, yeah. So my, my overall take on this show, like, I haven't watched all of it like Doyle has, but I've watched really close to all of it. And the feeling that I got watching the last season it just completely cut out on me. Watching the whole last season was this is ending exactly the way I want it to end. Like it, it, it genuinely, I could tell from the beginning of the season all the way through the end that it was going to deliver exactly what I hoped it would deliver. This thing says you're talking because little dots are moving, but I. Hear <laughs> I'm sorry oh, man. It's okay. You are, but that's all right. Like, it's just, I don't know. It, it's its genuinely overall one of my favorite television shows. He's, he's just agreeing with what you said, AC. Okay. I don't know why I lost Gabe. But, I know. A while ago. I, you guys were, we've had some really weird technical issues tonight, dude. <laughs> I do know that... Um, <laughs> AC, aren't you in IT? Juan says. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm. I do a uh, tech services, which is like low-level IT. I can't fix your computer, but I can write some queries to pull information from a database. That's, don't don't be querying my computer, sir. <laughs> Doyle sounds like he's from the future right now. From the future. Yeah, I guess but, uh, all weird tonight. I think that uh, <laughs> I think the really big difference in the show is I think that the, everybody who makes the show legitimately cares about the fans of the show, oh and I don't think you get that all the time in most shows, like at all. <laughs> I mean, like I think a lot of TV shows are just doing stuff. Even to the point where, at the very end of the last episode, they thank the fans. Like, yeah. have you literally ever seen a television show do that before? Like, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, really? Like, there's 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 one episode in Avatar: The Last Airbender, the 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 Avatar players episode where they go to the play about the last three seasons. Yeah. Of the show, and that was like a fan service episode, like a thank you. I'm trying to think of like other examples, and there aren't many. Yeah, Fresh Prince did it. That's the only other time I can remember it. Where it's like they ended the last episode by the whole crew stat like coming out and being like, "Thanks, yeah, appreciate you guys." I've literally never seen that in the show. 
Like it's, it, it, it was cool to me because, you know, I, I, I cry at fucking everything I watch. I'm aware it's okay. But like, I, I genuinely just started crying. Like at the end, you know, when Dean is riding his car and you're watching Sam get older, sort of, you know, <laughs> like at, as that was happening, you knew that Dean would get to the end of his drive and Sam would be there and that would be their happily ever after. And for their happily ever after to happen, they had to die. Like, and that is exactly what that show is all about. So to, to I, be, I just thought it was fascinating the way they did it. And I thought it was just incredibly satisfying. And then to pull away from the fiction and put themselves like, you know, break that fourth wall and be like, we did this for you. Thank you so much. It, it made me feel awesome that I had invested so much of my fucking time in a show and they actually thanked me for investing all that fucking time in the show. You know, it was a cool thing to me. I will, I'll tell you that I, I don't I don't cry at anything. I don't remember the last time I cried. Fucking period. That's because you have no heart. Maybe. Yeah, we know. So, but, we know. But the so, <laughs> leading leading up to this episode, the the one that hit me first, hit me hard first was Castiel. It was Castiel oh, yeah. giving him, you know, sacrificing himself so that Dean could stay alive. That's where it started the kind of downward time to like, fuck, this is going to hit me hard when I go into the last episode. Because he tells this whole story of how he's now happy being just being. And you can see him crying and Dean's crying. I, I, I almost thought that they were going to kiss for some reason. Like I, but it felt... Well, no, that's, that's, and now that's been alluded to... <laughs> That's been alluded to for seasons that right. Castiel is actually like in love with Dean. And for that that moment for Castiel to tell Dean that he loves him is like super fucking powerful because of buildup for for years. I mean literally years worth of buildup of of Castiel being in love with Dean. I I love this show and I love the way they ended it. You know, there's definitely moments of this show that aren't like as solid as other ones. But I think overall, it just leaves me with such a fucking great feeling that it's hard to not love it. That is not what it is. This this show feels to me the way it operates, the way it, it handles its fans, the way it kind of consistently delivers, even on off episodes it feels kind of like shows nowadays really try to broach that kind of groundwork, that formula. Um, chief among them, just on my head, because it's so current as Mandalorian. It uh, it gives the people exactly what they're asking for. And a lot of other shows have tried this. Uh, I feel like How I Met Your Mother is another good example of how it gave the fans exactly what they wanted and then appreciated them for it kind of, but it is incredibly rare that a show is like, thank you. (laughs) I do like how they ended the series and the season in two episodes. It felt like it felt like the last second to last episode was the end of the season to me. And then they didn't try to like wrap all of that, like closure in a one hour episode, they spent the time to actually wrap up the whole show in its own consecutive like episode, which I thought was genius to do because 
I was kind of wondering how they were going to do that. Like, how are you going to wrap up a 15 year old show and defeat God in 45 minutes? You know what I mean? But I think they clearly you haven't played enough JRPGs, dude. It happens all the time. Like, I'm pretty sure that's the last, like, ten minutes of Final Fantasy VII. Straight up. <laughs> Here's all my friends. Let's murder God. Save the world. <laughs> that's, that also leaves, like, a bad taste. I'm not, like, again, hearkening back to the Potters. If you read the Harry Potter books, it's, like, so much build-up to, like, a one-page fight at the end, and then fucking Voldemort's dead. It is. Well, it, feels, it feels like it's over, like, that in the books the whole thing happens in the course of like maybe five or six pages honestly yeah yeah, that's terrible i don't know so so many people are in a rush to end their shit and they just don't do it the right way and we've said it a billion times (laughs) i think they did a good job ending this I don't think Stephen King has any idea what he's doing. Like, I mean, he clearly he clearly does because he writes like a shit ton of books and they're all good. But I don't think he knows what fans want. I don't think he knows what he wants in the book. I think he's just typing and words come out and he's like, and there's a dog and it's evil. And <laughs> <laughs> it's name is Akujo. Moving on. And it was, and it was racist. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of those, I think we've beat the supernatural topic to death. Is anyone else looking forward to the stand coming up? Yes. New episode. Oh, looks good. It looks really I want good. It. I want it so bad. I was I was I was very skeptical of Whoopi Goldberg, but then uh, the the trait. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, I'm never yeah, skeptical yeah. of Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. But uh, the, the trailers. <laughs> the trailers look oh, good. Man. Oh, I was just saying the trailers look good. I was skeptical of her. Oh. Because the old lady is a very integral to the to the show, and, and name something Whoopi's bad at. Uh, isn't Sister she? Act two. <laughs> that's that's blasphemy. Those were funny. Sister Act one and two are amazing. <laughs> uh, isn't, she, isn't she a ghost amazing. in a movie or something? Like I just don't. I've never been a Whoopi fan. Bro, she I was, was, was guided, bro. She was I wasn't, dying. <laughs> I wasn't really a fan of her character in Star Trek until she was in the movie where she kind of tells, uh, God damn it, Picard, Picard, Captain Picard, how to get into the Nexus. Why do I remember that and not the fucking she's like, most important character's name? It's been a hard week, guys. <laughs> Seminole Galactic being that, like, even Q doesn't like fully. He was afraid of her in the episode that he shows up, isn't he? You never never answer why. I think it's perfect. Like, you shouldn't. I don't even fully understand her now, Doyle. Yeah. I I thought the implication was that she was gone. Maybe. Which means means those Winchester boys are probably gunning for her. That would have been hilarious. Season 15, the bad guy is gunning. Uh, Whoopi was a really great hyena and and uh, Lion King. I can't think of anything bad Whoopi's been in. She's, she's, she's great. Oh, oh, stop it! She's like Tom Cruise. She's made solid acting. <laughs> what's what's the ghost 
movie with Swayze? That's what I said. Gold? That's she's the one that I was talking about. She's, yeah, she's like a median. Dude, like I said, hard week, right? Real hard week, man. What's <laughs> that one ghost movie with Swayze? Ghost. <laughs> ghost, yeah. Like, that just happened. That just happened. Dude. But she plays like a spiritual medium in that movie, doesn't she? Yes. Speaking of, we would need a spiritual medium to talk to Swayze. <laughs> yeah, we'll be yeah. We did that one time already. We're lucky we yeah. didn't open a hole in the space-time continuum. Uh, we have, right? We definitely, definitely have asked it. <laughs> Still a very creepy episode to go back and listen to. Have to admit, dude, we got to do that for real. Like, we got to find a real medium to do. They that. wouldn't do yeah, it. I, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't. Do I know, it. but there has to be one. AC, you must kill a medium. Are, you want a low rent medium I, that's, that'll do whatever that, the fuck? That's what, like I, was, that's, that's what I was just going to say. I was just going to say that. You don't want the medium who even, agrees to do it. Even if they're not just like, even if they don't think of themselves as a spiritual medium, we'd settle for like a witch doctor, somebody that does voodoo, <laughs> like maybe a medicine man kind of thing, like literally anything. A young <laughs> priest a and an old priest. <laughs> yeah. just a young priest or just an old priest. Yeah. Voodoo would be fun. <laughs> we just randomly start vomiting up eggs while we're trying to record. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be on video for the voodoo one. Uh, I don't want to... Yeah, dude, I don't want to have to like kill chickens for the rest of my life to be okay. I just... <laughs> You'd have to get a whole new job. Yeah. <laughs> True. You're like, all right, I'll go get a job at the chicken plant. I'm straight for the rest of my life. In fact, I'm going to murder so many chickens. My friends are probably good now, too. Oh, my God. I don't want to murder chickens, but I'll slaughter the shit out of some cows. I don't personally kill cows. They just oh, die in, in my vicinity. I'm just adjacent to their deaths. Yeah. <laughs> I just go oh, and sleep at night with the haunting cries. You're complicit. You're complicit in the cow holocaust that happens daily at your work. So are you every time you eat a burger. Somebody's echoing now, bad. I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't Somebody has, Somebody like, this plane somewhere. I think one unplugged his headphones. No, I, they've been unplugged for the past, like, 30 minutes. I don't know where an echo's coming from. It ain't me. Either. It ain't me. It's over now. It's AC. I think it's over, though. Echo, echo, echo. I, I, I hear no echoes. It was over. I think uh, we have beaten Supernatural to death. I think we've all enjoyed the show to some degree or another, even though. One of us has definitely not finished watching this show. Well, let's talk a little bit. Before we wrap up, let's talk a little bit about what we want to watch next. Um, there is a Netflix movie that I think would be really fun to watch. No. No. <laughs> Honestly, I've been jonesing to watch Brotherhood of the Wolf since we wouldn't shut up about it for the last like three episodes released. I'm Which down. is now what six episodes in the past at this point, I think. <laughs> it could be a pop culture. Well, when my pop culture classic comes up again, we could do it. Again. Yeah, we need to get a hold of Jason because it's his turn for the pop culture classic. Okay, there's a there's a movie on Netflix called Alice in Borderland. Just started watching it. It's a series. It's a 
series. Okay, uh, I thought it was a movie. It looks so did I. fucking awesome. It's not horror. Is it Asian? Without Korean. Without cutting loose Ace, do you recommend it? I've seen two episodes and I really like it so far. Okay. And <laughs> the only thing, it reminds me of The Cube a little bit, but much lighter what? than that. Much lighter than that. I don't even know what that could possibly mean, Ace. I'm <laughs> told. <laughs> so I say, I say Alice in Borderland for one of them. Okay. I've been watching, well, I binge watched a show on Hulu in like a day called Unsettling, which was amazing. Okay. But it is horror. It is horror adjacent. It might be unsettled. I'm not sure. Something un. My other suggestion would be Truth Seekers on Amazon, which was. Awesome. Oh, that show's pretty good, yeah. Fucking great. Like, Any shot at a movie pick? I just don't know if I can swing another series between now and next session. Yeah, that was my problem. Is that I thought Alice in Borderland <laughs> was a movie. I mean, I can I could definitely handle at least one, maybe, because I think we're wrapping up on another show that we were watching anyway. I think we're coming to an end on Crown. Um. So yeah, let's save the unsettling over anyway. Okay. I feel like I feel like the unsettling is just a, a one-off season show. It seemed like so we could watch that one ever, okay. but it was very good. Um, what's a movie? What the are things movies? that used to happen before COVID? Do you guys uh, want to all watch the Last Jedi and talk about how absolute garbage it is? <laughs> no, I don't no. want to do that. I mean, with you, I'm more than happy to do a Tim and Doyle shoot the shit special. And just lambast that movie to holy hell with Ace included because Ace hates that movie. I want somebody to tell me why it's good. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I could like dude. I was getting mad. Like I don't get like that. Like I don't know if I just didn't watch it the first time I watched it, but I was like going through this movie, going like that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like I was just like, what the fuck is this movie? And I was just like. Can two people fight with lightsabers already and get this shit off my? Well, screen? how about how about how about this as a returning topic because we did this last year too. I think the next episode of Mandalorian will happen before we record next. Do we want to well, wait though until that season's over? I kind of yeah, want to. That's wait. it. That's it. It's next next I think, episode. I think. Yeah, next episode is the last episode. Oh, okay. So if we all watch it, we could just do a wrap up for it. Maybe. I like that idea. I'm current with Mandalorian, so that's easy. Yeah, I feel like because last last you know season one of Mandalorian, we came back to it like several times <laughs> while we were recording episodes. So I feel like this time we should you know we did an opener. Let's do a closer. Yeah, let's do Alice in Borderland and Mando, and then whatever Jason picks for us for the pop culture classic. That sounds like a a good end of the year wrap up because that'll be what our last episode of the year, our last recording session of the year. Yes. We'll Man. do a special wrap-up live episode. Well, let's wrap it up then. So as we're going into the end of the year, we're definitely going to be talking is. about on the next episode, Alice in Borderland and the end of Mandalorian Season 2. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for these four episodes on Supernatural. Like, it was, it was definitely awesome to go through it. I didn't think we would be able to do it like we just did, and I enjoyed it. So... Yeah, uh, AC, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it, man. When you talk, motherfuckers listen. Like, that yeah, is real shit right there. You're uh, very polite. 
<laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> if you're interested in knowing more about the show, please visit us, totlb.com. That's where you can find links to all of our social media and to our shop where you can buy amazing gifts for your friends and family, including next year's pinup calendar for 2021. It's got because it starts with half-naked ladies. I'm so, getting the the first uh, arrival should be tomorrow. The first, very cool. the first forty. Nice. Also, go to Patreon.com/slash/totlb. Sign up there. Give us some support. If you throw us some money, we'll throw you some stuff. Uh, you can get shirts and hats and all sorts of other things, as well as uh, weekly videos. Uh, where we talk about some of the other stuff that we don't talk about very much on the show or didn't talk about at all on the show, if it's <laughs> if it's this particular series of episodes. And find us at slash thinking outside long box. If you haven't subscribed yet, you're an ass. Please do it. Hit subscribe. <laughs> Hit We've resorted button. to insulting you now for not following the show. <laughs> right. Hit the notification button. <laughs> and, of course, share it with your friends. And once there was a man, he loved midgets, now he's dead. His name's Michael Kirk. Give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. <laughs> Ace never heard this before. <laughs> I love Ace's confusion in this moment when he's like, I know Michael. Michael's not dead. Yes, he is. He died doing midgets. We'll talk to you guys later. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Doyle. I'm going to let AC go. I'm AC. Thanks for letting me on for five minutes. I'm Juan. <laughs> that was that was like a cool half hour, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, until, until next time. Trump didn't win. Bye. For <laughs> <laughs> so like the eighth time. Yeah. <laughs> In case you're too fucking dense to not know. <laughs> Wait. Should I should I end it now? Yeah, probably. Are we going to diatribe of anti-Trump shit again? Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production.